the floor. Whoop whoop. Woo. Hello. Hello. Well, never mind. Am I hello. on the floor? <laughs> four on the floor. Anyway, hello. Hello. How's it going, love? Um, everything's good. Just like see- sitting here alone in my apartment. Oh, How about wait, you? Wait, wait, should we? I, dude, I hear that. So relatable. What? Um, should we uh, introduce, introduce ourselves? Yeah. yeah. Cool. You want to go for it? Um. Yeah, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Antonio. Hi. <laughs> and this is Therapy, therapy Thoughts. Thoughts. Woo-woo. And we are coming to you from two different cities. Um, True. But I mean, that's not new for us. We've we've got like we've done this long distance. We've done this whole long distance thing, you know, yeah. for like probably like half of this entire podcast. Isn't yeah. That kind of Isn't that actually wild? Holy crap. It is kind of wild. Yeah. Oh, dude, if oh, we just keep on making content, that's so wild. Because our lives just keep going and our lives are content, you know? Our lives are content. It's been really funny. Definitely been feeling like some main character syndrome. Me too. Yeah, I'm just like, this is my life. And like, People can be in it if they want, but I get to choose at the same time. Oh, yeah. That feels really good. That's anyway, cool. It, yeah, it is really cool. It's also been like kind of, it's been different. It's been interesting. It's been interesting. I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, <laughs> and like a lot of content. A lot of content happening. And a lot here. of long distance. Anyway. 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 Any oozles. Any oh what was it northeast way did I talk yeah. to you about that northeast. yeah you did you coined that <laughs> in the last one coined I said oh. it to someone else and they were like oh god that's so bad it's so bad it's so bad such a freaking dad when it comes to my jokes yeah um good stuff what are the things that we wanted to talk about today um I already forgot it's been like three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, I think one was anxiety, right? Um, anxiety, isolation. Um, I don't know any anyone anything else. Okay, cool, good one. Is there a topic you want to start with first? Um, I mean, I'm very well versed in anxiety, <laughs> so let me start with that one. <laughs> Oh. One, one might say I have a PhD. Oh, damn. That's so good. Well, yeah. Why don't we start with anxiety then? Cool. How about this? Why don't we both share a, a recent experience? Or I can just share my recent experience. Yeah. yeah take it away. <laughs> okay, cool um recently well before recently i've been pretty calm like very grounded just like very sure of like the things i'm doing making a lot of just matter of fact decisions yeah you are what you are you are sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you're good you're so good um and you know i moved down to san diego about a week ago a little bit more and I've just been like anxious. I have all these weird feelings. Like mm. my therapist and I went over today how I 
like going back to just like what my body was feeling. Mm-hmm. I go, one of the things I'm feeling is like my lower belly and then my throat. Like it's just really tight. Oh, um, that's the and worst. I, feel like I can't really like talk and express, right? Mm. Like I'm cutting my tongue short. Mm, I know uh, that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's really stressful and limiting Mm -hmm. and it's mainly in the sense of like, I can't or not that I can't. Um, I've forgotten how to like take care of myself. Hmm. Can you explain? Yeah. Like I, when I get anxious, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but it's more along the lines of like, I know that what I'm coming up with are just like, um, like scapegoats for like the real reason of why I don't want to do it. For example, um, oh, I don't want to like, I want to just kind of like work out perfectly where I ask them to hang out and they say yes and we just immediately fall in line rather than having like schedule things or them saying no and all this stuff. And the huge uh-huh. part of it is that I'm just like, kind of afraid of rejection right now Hmm. um i'm in a vulnerable state being like living with my partner which is great but also in a new city yeah where where you you know people though at least i do but like that's part of the anxiety is that i feel a little bit of pressure to see them and i feel pressure to like see them in in an order like I, I reach out to these people and then after I see them, I reach out to other people, Yeah, which, which like causes anxiety and I don't feel like is the, the right or best way to go about it, but that's kind of where my brain's at. And so I'm just like, I know that this is just in my head, but right now I'm just kind of frozen. I mean, it totally makes sense that you're feeling that way when you're moving, when you, when you've moved to a new city, mm-hmm. um, it's like any new chapter in life when you go somewhere new mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like getting your bearings. And when you're living somewhere that you know and that you're comfortable with, like you don't have to think about the order of or like I, who you're going to see. Yeah. Of anything. Cause it's just like natural, but yeah. now you're in a new spot and you're living with your partner for the first time. And there's just like so many new things that, it makes sense. Your brain is like, what do I do now? Yeah. Totally makes sense. Thinking through a lot of that, it reminds me to hearing what you just said. It reminds me to that. This is an opportunity to decide who I am. That's so much pressure though. Like don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's a lot of pressure. If I like think about it as in, um, I have to be someone new or that this is like who I'm going to be, mm-hmm. but rather like this is a moment, uh, like a fresh page and, yeah. you know, I've written like a few sentences of this page, but I get to decide, okay, where does the rest of this page go? Yeah. Like yeah. you can redefine yourself if you want. Exactly. Um, exactly. which is scary. Um, I don't think it's scary. I think it's really fun, personally. Yeah, I but like it can cause anxiety. 
Yeah. It can be like, there's so many opportunities, so much opportunity, mm-hmm. so many things to do. Like you want to do like the best thing and like the perfect thing and, yeah. and make it anything and be like, oh, well, if I do this, I can't do that. Right. Hmm. So you get like paralysis. Yeah. Decision paralysis. Like you're, like you're getting decision paralysis. Um, no, but like when you like, yeah, kind of, but I think part of moving to a new place and seeing that you have a new chap or a new life that you get to decide people get caught up with, I have to make my decisions right now the best and perfect version that they can be. Yeah. To like set, set yourself up. Yeah, so that you, what's it called? And that you have so many options to like do different things. Like, oh, I can go to this thing on Monday night or I can do this thing Tuesday morning. And then you like think, oh, well, if I do one, I'm not going to do the other. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then you're like, which one do I go to? Mm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens to a lot of people i think for me right now it's like i am just scared a lot of it it's not that i feel that i can't make i'm feeling right now that i can decide who i'm going to be and who i am um actually create an alter ego it's been kind of fun to like lean into that Uh and let's see like I'm just scared. It's not that I have so many options. I know I have a lot of options. I'm just scared to like make that first step. Why? Because you feel like you're going to like lock yourself into an identity you don't want to be? Yes and no. It's more along the line. Like that's part of it. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. What I would say like a bigger part of it is that I'm – just like, like I just don't know, right? I don't know a lot of it. Like I, the things I did know is I have a place in San Diego for a month, and then I have another place for a month and a half. Is the second place in San Diego too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the things I don't know are like, what am I gonna do during that time? Hmm. So I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, does having like your partner there, is that anchoring for you? It's really nice. It's also like, first of all, let me start with that. It's really nice. It's so good. I love Marie so much. Mm -hmm. She is so, she's it, dude. She makes my life infinitely better oh like oh i can't even express it's so good so great oh like i love living with her it's so good and it's like hard but we both want to make it as amazing as it possibly can be yeah fucking great i would not trade this for the world um that's not entirely true i would love my own spot every once in a while but just for like a day (laughs) or two yeah. Um, but I would trade a lot. I'd trade a lot. Mm. If not everything. If not everything. 
This is so good. Wow. My life with her is just so good. That's awesome. The, the part of it that it is, is that because I'm so in love with this girl that I live with, it's so easy to just stay home. Yeah. And live my life with her, Mm -hmm. which is not a bad problem to have, not a bad problem to have at all. But it's also just like, I will then only have this one person in my life. Yeah. So I would like to expand and get out there. I mean, you can like let yourself have that moment though, because it's something that you should be able to like relish in and just take the time to just be alone or be like the two of you Mm -hmm. for a bit and just like really sink into that. Yeah. But then also like go out afterwards, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. And Marie and I kind of recognize that too. We're like, that's kind of the first week of us like seeing each other again, being in the same city, living together. That was the first week of us like reconnecting, deeply reconnecting, right? Just like hibernating together. Yeah. Getting set. Yeah. Cohabitating. Yeah. Um, And that's been so good. And now it's just like, okay, next step. Yeah. See people. Figure out the world. Yeah. Figure out like my space around me, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it is really good. It's really, really good. I love this girl. She's so great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I got really lucky. Got really, really lucky. But so anxious about things I don't know. Anxious I don't have like security or solid answer. Mm-hmm. Um, excited and scared. I mean, excited and scared. I think that's what like makes me anxious. You never would have met her if you didn't go on your road trip. Dude, that's such a good point. And like you were scared. Like that's a scary thing. And there there was a lot of unknown there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel sure. like that's amazing. And you like leaned into that. And I think that you leaning into those sorts of feelings has only really brought you positive stuff. Damn. Thank you, love. That's really helpful. Yeah. That's really helpful. I need to do more of that, honestly. Lean into being scared. Yeah. I mean, I guess I do. I think you do. I feel like I do. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I feel like I have. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. like more in terms of um, meeting meeting new people. Mm. I love that. That's really cool. How do you feel that? Um, what? To touch on it. I mean, like, I just, like we've talked about, I feel like I don't really have a community. Mm. But, um, I mean, I have met new people. And, like, I don't know. I, like, went on dates with couples and stuff, and that's kind of scary. That is scary. I was really outside my comfort zone. Yeah, dude. And look how much growth you've got out of it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I definitely like did go out of my comfort zone a lot this past year. Yeah. Do we grow? We grew so much. We grew. We grew. We grow. And and we grow. <laughs> um no, yeah. it's been it's a good reminder to like lean into that because it's just such a such a skill. I yeah. feel like I just got kind of frozen recently. Just like overwhelmed, I think. Yeah. I mean you've like changed everything about your life. 
basically. Okay, maybe not everything. No, no, you're pretty, you're pretty, like, not everything, everything, yeah, but. Visually, like, if you were to look at your life in markers or whatever, you've kind of switched it up. Yeah. A lot. Dude. And that's wacky. It's, it's wacky. This <laughs> this world is freaking wacky. Jesus Christ, my life is so different than yeah. it has been. Like. Do you remember? Oh my God, we were when we started this podcast. We were just like chilling. We were just chilling, right? Nothing really going on. Like you started saying, "Grand" a little bit. Mm-hmm. You like came out. Mm-hmm. Just, like, like openly came out, right? Yeah. Different things. Yeah, I mean, I feel we're like just, when I when I came out, I definitely like came out to myself too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the hardest person to come out to was myself Mm. that was a hard one well put yeah put but yeah within like just the duration of this podcast slash like the last year um since we've reconnected (laughs) yeah we weren't even in each other's lives before yeah i mean you like post on my facebook wall for my birthday I feel like once. Oh, that was about it. That checks out. Damn. (laughs) I love that you remember that. I couldn't tell you who posted on my Facebook. Well, because it was you. I was like, this is just so random. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a weird dude. (laughs) I don't know what to say except for that. I mean, it was nice. Cool. Cool. I know, but there's just. I forgot what we're talking about. I got so flustered by that. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Um, like our lives being looking different. Oh, so different, dude. I was living in my apartment, just chilling. Just chilling. Beginning of this year. I feel like, I mean, I didn't like know your life before I uh-huh. came back into it, but um. Do you feel like your life was pretty like stagnant for a while or like the same? Like it you was would, stable. You would just kind of like do the same thing. You had your job. You'd go to the gym. And you you just was that kind of it? No. No? Yeah. Like I'd saw friends, I'd hang out, I'd do activities. Well, yeah. I ran. You know, I was like very active. But I mean like like that's kind of that was your typical it was typical LA life. LA life for a while. Typical LA life. And then it got like a little bit more interesting. Um I'd say like end of last year it got more interesting. Um maybe just like last year as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like twenty twenty two? Two, yeah. Yeah. I think that was a big year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just became like really different. I was like, oh, I'm a different person. I'm just like wilding, having a different life, going out raving. So you didn't rave as much before? No, before COVID, I didn't go to concerts. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is so wild. Yeah. I didn't like concerts. I didn't like crowds. I didn't like traffic. I'm like, this is so much work for nothing. So then what changed? (laughs) Um, 
That's a great question. God, Abby, can you not cough? <laughs> can I not have COVID? God damn it. Um, let's see. What change? The need yeah. to like see people. My ex like got me more into music and like seeing concerts and mm. like she pr- kind of brought me into the rave world, the rave scene. Mm. Um, DJ seemed more interesting, just like the music, um, the culture. Did you like EDM before? Yeah, I've, I used to love EDM as a kid. But like, like as a teenager and a young adult, did you like it? All of it. Like I've always loved EDM. No. But so it's like natural. Like, yeah, it is really natural. Like all the time, all types of eminent or EDM. <laughs> um, I'll test all types of EDM. I love milk chocolate EDMs. I love the dark and peanut EDMs. Yeah, like uh, the red one. The red one's so good. Uh, no, what is it called? There's like, oh, I listened to so much music, but I just felt really guilty about a lot of it. I didn't know where to find all of it because I was just like, pop doesn't have a lot of EDM. At least like. Pop? It's, it started to when we were in like eighth grade, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to date us. Like late, early 2010s, right? Yeah. Like that's when it started becoming like more mainstream and that died off for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I was like really into those songs, but not really into a lot of the other songs. Hmm. So I felt like really weird and really awkward. I was like, I don't like Drake. I don't like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Like all those things. I was like, I'm not into it. So I felt really weird. Not into rap. Yeah. Well, yeah. R&B and rap. I don't like lyrics. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And like that's such a main focus. Wow. In rap and and R&B. It, I mean all songs. It's a big No, big not focus. true. Okay, not all songs, but. Orchestra. <laughs> um, acapella. Oh, no. Acapella is like just lyrics. Acapella. Acapella is just lyrics. Do you lyrics. like orchestra music? I do. Because you were in a you were in a band. Yeah, I was in band. Yeah. I love just like straight sounds. The thing I like about like You love straight sounds? I just love straight sounds. I hate curves and gay sounds. Damn. Fuck the gay sounds. Fuck the gay sounds. Um (laughs) 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 But the reason why they made instruments is so that they can mimic voices. Whoa. Like, that's why they were made. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they made instruments to mimic voices. And so I just like the other way, where, like, voices mimic instruments. Mm. So, like, that's why I really like – I don't always like vocals, but when I do like a vocal, it's typically – Like like a choral – like a – (laughs) <laughs> like a chorus or something? No, not a chorus, but like more of an instrument that has words to it. Hmm. Rather That's than just like spoken word. It's like it has its mm. own um, tones and pitches and like like it's an instrument. Like you can take oh, out the words and make it an instrument. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning but, so much. Yeah. What about you? I mean, words are interesting. I just like sounds. The feelings make me feel feel. 
feelings make you feel feel it makes me feel feel so good okay well i mean yeah i feel the same way about music like depending on the, my mood mm-hmm. um like if i'm working or yeah if i'm like doing something that i need to focus on like working writing i don't want to listen to music with lyrics yeah um but no it's even like without yeah. without um not working like even just casually yeah just I casually love not lyrics interesting yeah wow 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 well how did we get on that <laughs> music oh yeah you go playlist. to music festivals <laughs> playlist that's what it was playlist Um, uh, I don't think I liked it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I was first hearing about like dubstep, I was like, what is this thing they called the dubstep? Um, but then I, I was kind of like, eh, I was always more into rock as a kid. Um, Mm -hmm. and classic, classic rock, acoustic folk, because I grew up playing guitar Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Acoustic guitar and electric guitar. So mostly like the songs I would learn to play were oldies from, you know, 70s, the 70s, the 80s. Because <laughs> I, w- I learned with my dad. Like we would take lessons together. And mm-hmm. it was really cute. That was really cute. So we would kind of learn songs that were like more of his generation. Um because mm, you didn't have your foundation yet. Yeah. Like the Eagles. Love the Eagles. Um, stuff like that. Uh, you know. But yep. I love I love rock still to this day. It's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite genres. But um, I started dating this guy in college who was really into EDM. Mm-hmm. And it got me way more into it. And that's kind of like what I listened to for a while. Yeah. Um, I had, I definitely had like a phase with that in college. I've got, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have that phase in college. I did yeah. not, um, like that rave phase, but yeah, I think part of the reason why I love EDM so much now is because of the community that's surrounded by it. Hmm. That's been really cool. Like I really, for example, I'll go to like a concert or a festival and every once in a while I'm just like the music is the way that we can like get around and like see each and like meet each other instead of doing an activity. It's just listening and it's yeah. a different activity. Right. Um, so I love the people at attracts. Like I love the community, dude. Mm. There's different versions. Like I love house music. I love trance. Um, let's see what else. Sometimes I like dubs up, but like, house and stuff like that it's just so vibey you just have good energy like a lot of good energy a lot of happy people yeah it's good so good do you ever like interact with your community through music um not really anymore i i did like a lot i did a lot a lot of music stuff last year with my ex because mm. he's a musician. So jazz. 
um, he founded and like hosted an open mic night. Fun. Oh, and, right. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> went to that um, every week Yeah. and played at the open mic every week as well. M- most of almost every week. A lot of the times I'd like not prepare to go on stage, but then they, they would like rope me into say or they'd like rope me into a song mm-hmm. or they'd be like, come and, you know, play the song with us, back us. Um, or a couple hours before I would start practicing because they mm. wanted me to go. But that was a really cool community thing, honestly. Like, I was pretty bummed out when we broke up because mm. I was, like, making friends with people that would go every week. And they were just, like, random people, you know, I'd never have met. But then we became couple friends or, like, just musicians that would happen upon it mm-hmm. and then you go out like go out afterwards go out drinking um they're just like have a great conversation with them have you thought about starting something like that no <laughs> hmm. no nah, it's a lot of work like seeing work. seeing that but um okay so beside yeah. so beyond that um but it sounds like you did have like a community through there besides like that. How do I don't put that? You did interact with your community through music, which is cool. Would mm-hmm. they, would they all be kind of similar music too? No, no. Like playing at the open mic. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of kind of singer songwriter types, but um, there was this one, time it was like we got stand-up people and um we got this like one woman who is russian and then she did a rap but it was kind of like comedy too it was it was really interesting um so definitely got all types Mm. Mm. all right Mm. it's cool i love that I never really got into open mics. I tried. Yeah? Yeah, I tried in college. Tried a lot. Like to do them or to go to them? To go to them. Like I've been up there a few times. Performing isn't exactly for me. Like not in that way. Is that true? No, I perform. I could perform. I could perform. I could perform. (laughs) You just turned around. Yeah. So quick. I just like don't like so what I don't like performing actually what I talked about in therapy today mm. is that I don't like performing things that are very solo. So yeah, when I was doing music, music was very solo, like it was very personal. Climbing, dancing, um, arts, like all those things are very personal. And for example, yesterday I went to the gym and I was climbing. I was kind of having a rough day. Um, not a huge fan of Mesa Rim. It Ooh. body, yeah. In uh, in San Diego is a climbing gym. Yeah, it's like one of the bigger climbing chains, oh. and there's like the setting really sucks and it hurts my body. And like, yeah, it's that it's, sucks. It yeah, it makes climbing not fun. Is there Which no touchstone? No, not down there. Oh damn, not down here. So yesterday I was at the gym. And I was like having a rough night. So then he 
or it was on the walls, like kind of falling off already. And this guy, he was with like two of his friends and they were talking, talking really loud. It's literally just like us four and half the gym. And he oh, goes like, oh yeah, this guy's really strong. I'm like. So about you? Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate it. Please don't talk about me while I'm on the wall. Like it's that. And yeah. like people cheer me on on the wall or talk to me while I'm on the wall, mm. which is like really like it's kind of I don't know how to feel. But I shouldn't like say that. Um, I know it can be rude to be like, hey, please don't like cheer me on. No. Depending on, you know, if I'm like, hey, I don't want to be talked to on the wall. It's not rude. I, yeah, I can say it in a rude way. I won't. But like, okay. yeah, you know, some people take it of like defensively. Sure. They're like, oh, I'm just trying to help. It's like, yeah, no, it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> it's just like that is for me. And for example, yeah. when I'm dancing, like it's different. I'm a good dancer and I like shuffle and it's not very common. So people point at me. I'm like, I'm not here to perform for you. Huh. It's just like I like doing my things and some of those things are in public spaces. So yeah, like you you like doing the things that you enjoy that you might be good at, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily like the attention yeah. that and people it, give you. It was funny because my therapist immediately goes, that's how women feel all the time. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like your therapist. Yeah, I do. My therapist is Melinda. I do. Melinda, God bless her. Shout out. women feel all the time yeah it's like women are just existing and then yeah like or looking out into the world with excitement because the world is pretty but mm-hmm. then a guy will see that and think that she's excited to see him mm-hmm. and ha- like go up to her and it's like no i'm not doing anything for you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh i'm with you i'm for sure with you like i understand more and more i really mm-hmm. do it kind of reminds me of when I, um, when I went to this rave right before I left for, uh, like this like my road trip. Yeah, it was kind of last minute. I was like, oh, it's milk with two eyes. It sounds whatever. Mm. It sounds queer as fuck. Um, <laughs> like cool, let's go. Was and it? So, and so I get there in like my black shirt and pants or whatever or shorts uh-huh. or something. And I look inside and there's like five women and the warehouse is like the rest filled with gay men. I'm like, oh, I'm in danger. And I, (laughs) and that was like the first time I felt like prey. Oh my God. I was like, dude, is this what women feel like all the time? Yeah. Dude, that sucks. That sucks so much. That is. Yeah. Much. Honestly, that is like one of the reasons that I don't go to stuff. Yeah. No, like, I hear you. I wouldn't want to do that either. Yeah. That sounds fucking terrible. Like, Just, I don't 
love raves because I do feel like it's predominantly like male. Um, yeah. You might disagree. No, I agree. I fully agree. But And like, I don't feel safe in that sort of environment, mm-hmm. especially when people are doing drugs. Fair. Because I might, because I'm like, oh, what if someone slips something in my drink? And like, I don't feel comfortable going alone either mm. to those things because mm. of those reasons. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could just go. Like, I went to the Abbey um, many months ago with with friends in Long in Beach? uh in WeHo. In WeHo, like yeah. the big gay bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's there's a like a club section of it. Whoop, whoop. That was just so fun, and I did, I did feel safe because it was like a bunch of gay guys, mm-hmm. and it was a very LGBTQ space. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but I, a part of me was just like, I want to come back here and like not tell anyone that I'm here, and just go alone, and talk to no one, and just like dance my ass off and then leave. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think I'm ever gonna do that, unfortunately. I don't specifically know. Specifically at WeHo or what? Specifically there, like anywhere. I don't know. I just like kind of want to go to a rave or to a club and like dance and talk to no one and leave. Just, oh, dude, it's great. Just for myself. I will say it's fucking like, phenomenal. The anonymity <laughs> sounds amazing. It's fantastic. But it's like, so good. But, but like, and also I could wear whatever I want. Like no one knows oh, me. Yeah. Like, I could be whoever I want. I could do the alter ego thing. Mm-hmm. But just because I'm, like, a petite woman, I feel, like, unsafe mm-hmm. going in, like, you know, dark late night spaces like that alone. Valid. So valid. I will I will defend my community really briefly. I know. No, I know you're good. Okay. You're so valid with all your feelings. In <laughs> so accurate. And, it's, and I won't lie. It does happen, right? Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, but like to, to defend the community really quick, I find it to be a very safe community where I feel like I can express no more there than anywhere else. Like Hmm. it's well, it's more, it's received well and received better. Um, Hmm. and that like, including with men, um, Mm -hmm. but I'm also like really selective with who I talk to, but I find it to be a very, very like comforting to be there because if you like, although it is scary, it's super scary to like be in a dark room with a bunch of people and a yeah. and it's loud. And like you, you probably are on some sort of drug, right? Like I would want to be on drugs if sometimes. I was. Yeah. Like, sometimes, sure. I don't um, think I would want to go there sober. So I think. Already being like, I'm not at my best, you know, mental state. Mm-hmm. I could be taken advantage of easier. Yeah. No, dude, so valid. However, yeah. and it is so scared, again, to defend just a little bit more. Those are the places that I feel like the safest. I feel like I can say no. I feel like people will respect me. I will like simply be in my area. Um, yeah. I go sober or intoxicated and what helps is that I don't drink. So mm-hmm. then I don't have to worry about drinks as much, but yeah, that's good. That's what I'll say about that. As for how you're feeling so valid, it does happen. Cannot say it doesn't. I yeah. say it doesn't happen often. 
if at like I uh, yeah and I'm sure like there's security looking out for those yeah very things yeah. that's part of, that's the other part is like the security is really awesome like they take it very seriously yeah that's good like, everyone there takes it super seriously like super super seriously it's yeah and like, I, I could see like if something weird was happening another person being like oh yeah yo what the fuck all the time I see it happen. I'm just like, cool. It's nice seeing like the community being engaged with random people, like yeah. not willing to be bystanders. That's really cool. Like I see people like get called out. I call people out. Mm-hmm. You can go get security. They're very serious about it. And like they're very thorough. Um, it like the way that they cultivate a safe space is by taking things super seriously. So mm. like it's it's pretty awesome. I do like mm. it. You're selling uh, me on this. It's, it's great. <laughs> Maybe like, I should do it. I yeah, I'd I say mean, go with like a friend to know. Like for example, a space there are similar and reoccurring spaces, and some have like typically good events. Some have different events. Some have different communities, right? So I, mean, I get to like go with a friend to find a community that you really vibe with, yeah, and then go from there. Like there are so many different types of communities too, yeah, but all of them do have that overlying idea of like safety first yeah i mean we went to the 6 a.m 6 a.m sick dude 6 a.m freaking sick that's where my shirt's from yeah um and i i felt safe there Mm -hmm. i mean i was a little anxious just because i was like there's only one exit yeah (laughs) that was a little it's loud and big it was loud yeah there were like dark corners yeah but um yeah. But everyone, like, no one there made me feel unsafe. Everyone like, was, like, really chill. Mm-hmm. And I do think that if you go in something like that, being like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Oh, um, yeah. And you're like, like, you have an air, you, the general you, um, mm-hmm. will have yeah. an air of, like, yeah. an air about you of, like, don't come up to me. And I think people get that. Like, if I if I just, like, had the attitude of like i don't want to be talked to Mm -hmm. Uh, i think people would sense that and like not come up to me hopefully i think it's pretty well received um i think like the way that i'm i mean i do a pretty good job of it and i'm pretty successful like having people not come up to me Um, i've I've been like touched inappropriately like at least twice yeah like at like two different uh like clubs and stuff Mm -hmm. but um which is real. It's so real. And so. still it happens wherever there are people are, unfortunately, yeah. right? Um, but like if that happened and you like said something to someone, they would it would be handled pretty well. Oh yeah. Um, so that's like the part that's safe that feels really safe to me about it is that it's really people watch out, people like take things seriously. Um it's just about finding your community and your space and that way when you are comfortable with the space you're comfortable acting within that space too yeah having covid right now like is making me want to now become like a raver (laughs) yeah it's dude that's what got me through not through covid but that's what how i got into raving yeah because of covid yeah like deep in deep in the quarantine yeah i need uh stimulation i need to be like scared and overwhelmed 
and like oh uh, i don't want that like that's i want why I to, people around me yeah like i just go to like bigger events and like more packed events where i'm just like a little intimidated yeah and go there and be like cool i'm gonna go find people that make me feel good and it's gonna be hard but when i do it's gonna be awesome and then i can go (laughs) and you met marie at one of them i did oh is she right there (laughs) she just she literally (laughs) just walked in oh no way hey (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. just singing your praises yeah she's great how do you do that i can't roll my r's that's a good start. <laughs> Margarita. My name's Margarita. 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 My name's Margaret, and me and my friends oh, really? video when we were little um, uh, where we sang this song that we made up. And it's like, Margarita, Margarita. And I don't remember any of the words to it, <laughs> but it was like an advertisement. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's how I know how to roll my R's. I do remember making a lot of advertisements as a kid. That was always Same. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. My friend and I, we had one that we would sing about this ice cream place called Joe's Ice Cream. Mm. I, oh, still, Joe. I still know it. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Um, but to go back to like underground communities and raves. Yeah. It's like that's why I love and yes, um, that's why I also love festivals because even though that they're bigger, I feel like they're more. I feel like they're even like more catered to people that are of the same mindset that take it seriously, because it's like more like-minded people. Like going to Lightning in a Bottle was so cool, because I was just there with like-minded people. Like with my friends, and on top of that, everyone I met there was really cool and awesome really? and sweet and yeah, kind. I feel like a lot like, of people are kind of annoying though, honestly. I, like like young, like really well, young, like kids in college. That's why I don't go to those festivals. Like I don't go. To, I haven't gone to EDC, for example. Like that mm. is a younger crowd. Like oh, I, love, okay. I love more Burning Man esque kind of desert vibes. So um, it like is a different crowd that attracts. Yeah. Okay. Like I love an older crowd. Cause and, I I went to Outside Lands last year and it was so annoying. Yeah, I believe it. I feel Ugh. like I'd love to go to Tomorrowland though. I feel like I have to check that box. Yeah, is that in um ba, 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 Belgium? Yeah, somewhere yeah. like that. Yeah, I want to go to that too. That seems really cool. Um, but like uh, I go to a lot of, I try and want to go to like a lot of older crowd events and festivals specifically. Just like mm. where I met Steffi was at, and Marie were at older crowded oh, yeah. festivals. Like Marie and I were the youngest. Steffi and I were probably like the youngest. Just younger meeting all these people there. Yeah. It's really nice because like the vibe is more open and friendly and positive and happy and like yeah like when they have moments they take it like negative moments or like intense moments they take it very seriously and Mm -hmm. it's like very focused on growth which is really cool Cool. um and and like the uh what's it called like their whole not like statement but like the energy is supposed to be like plur which is peace love unity and respect plur (laughs) practice plur plur 
So it's a very welcoming and beautiful community, I find. Especially like the older crowd when they're just like, we're not doing this because we're young. We're doing this because we love this. Mm. Love that. Yeah, it's really cool. I love that community, dude. Yeah. It's solid. When I, um, like deep, deep during quarantine days of COVID, mm-hmm. where it was like, it has been a year, year plus, and the world is shut down and I can't go to festivals and stuff. Like all I wanted to do was go to a festival. Yeah. At that time. Or like go to a concert and just like be in the mosh pit and like lick everything. Lick everything. <laughs> and have everyone lick me. <laughs> that's like it's <laughs> like all I wanted. <laughs> oh, that's going so. in the show notes. <laughs> Abby and Antonio discussed being licked by everyone and everything. Yeah. So I understand that. It's like a it's a primal need. Of mine. Yeah, to go um, embrace it and be chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, get it out. Yeah. Would you go to Burning Man? Oh, for sure. I consider (laughs) going this year. Yeah. I just don't have like a, like a, what do they call it? A camp? Ticket? No, a ticket for sure. Those are like difficult to get. Yeah, Um, I heard they're really hard to get. They are hard to get. But like, uh, I don't have a camp because it's, it's dude, you're going out there for survival. Literally every year someone dies and God. like half of it is survival. Like it's so, you talk to anyone, they're like, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. It doesn't sound like really fun to me, it's, honestly. It's not an easy habit. It's like, not for habit. me. It's, it's really hard. I'd it's, be like, where's my hotel room? Mm-hmm. And, but like the people that go and do it every year have a typical vibe of we go out here for the community we go out here to like disconnect we go out here yeah. to like celebrate life art. yeah art art like the community is very positive and beautiful and active and caring and all these different things and weird super weird but it's it's yeah awesome. i love I you doing it desert vibes yeah i love desert vibes good times it's just funny it's just really funny anyway um good things good 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 talks good talks any anything else we want to talk about what other things did we want to talk about there's something isolation Isolation. Do you want to talk about isolation still? Um, I mean, you're experiencing mm, isolation right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm self-isolating. Um, like, self-isolating feels weird after a few days. Yeah, how so? But can you expand? Yeah, like... You're sick right now, right? Me? Yeah, just to clarify for the viewers. Oh, yeah, I am sick. For the viewers, um, I have corona. Corona. Unfortunately. Uh for the second time. Boop, boop. Which I was like shocked about, honestly. I have no idea how I got it. Um, or who gave it to me. Or when I got what? it. I just got it. She just got it, folks. I just I just got it. Um pretty big bummer because I had to like cancel a shit ton of things this week. Mm-hmm. But 
it's better this weekend than next weekend because I'm shooting a short film next weekend. So I like really would have been bummed out if I missed that. Yeah, that would have been bummed. That would have been really sad. Because that's like, you know, that's like you're only doing it once. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm going to be good for the next few months, though. So that's good. We're like, getting it done now so yeah. we can have space for things later. Yeah, I can go to like a I could go to raves now without fear of getting it, maybe. Yeah. Did you see that people like I think it was the government recommending uh a new like a new booster? dose? A booster, yeah. Yeah. Um I was gonna I was thinking about getting it. I'm gonna get it and for then, sure. Yeah, and then I got COVID, so I'm not gonna get it for another like, I don't know, five months or something. I heard. Uh, yeah, that makes sense for you. Let's but um, I might do that right yeah. now. Yeah, I'd do it. Um, but yeah, um, isolation is like weird because I feel like in my normal life, I I'm very social, mm-hmm. and I've always got something to do, and I've always got like plans with people many days in advance. Mm-hmm. So. I do have burnout occasionally, but yeah. it's it's rare. Of course. But sometimes I do feel like, oh, I just like wish I had some time to myself or like, oh, I wish I could just work from home today instead of going to the office every day. But um, mm-hmm. but now having it like forced upon me, it just makes everything suck. Yeah. Doing things not at your own pace is hard. Yeah. It's like, it's like a... I didn't choose to be isolating for any reason besides the fact that I have to. So now, like, being alone is just kind of boring. It's just boring. <laughs> Instead of, like... It's also uh, draining. Fresh. It's draining being alone. Because it's like you got to entertain yourself so much. Yeah. On top of that, when you're sick, you're just like, I am dying. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, the first few days were really bad. I was just like... I haven't felt that sick in a long time. Really? That bad? Yeah. I thought I just had like the flu flu. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Because it came on so suddenly. Um, And when I had the flu in the past, it came on super suddenly too. Mm -hmm. Where I was just like driving and I had to pull over and I was just like, I'm not okay. (laughs) Like suddenly it hits me. And uh, that's kind of how it felt with this. Yeah, I thought I had the flu, then tested and was negative. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, got I have the flu. Um, but then I tested a day later and it was positive. So it was confirmed corona. Um, confirmed coronavirus. Confirmed yeah, corona. And like, it's hard. I feel like people kind of have forgotten how hard it is to be sick sometimes. Like, I feel like we don't give us, ourselves enough of a like yeah. enough of a break when we're sick because we just die. Yeah. We like, it we literally, sucks. It does suck. As you and I were talking about earlier, it's just like you go back to survival rather than at peak existence. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like peak existence. Mm-hmm. Um, to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. I'm like in my bed just like, oh, everything hurts. I definitely had chills. Um 
Dude, those suck. Stomach ache. Yeah, it was bad like the first day. Dude, I'm sure though, like I like having all those like the last time I had a really bad anything, yeah, I think was when I had my appendectomy, like appendicitis. Mm. And dude, that sucked so much. Uh, that, yeah, that must have hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. And I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I am tired. I am I have a I have three holes in my stomach. Jeez. Small, but still. Holes. Holes. So wow. it's totally valid. It's totally valid that you feel like yeah. like shite and you don't want to do anything. Yeah, it was like all the symptoms were just there. Like there, yeah. I've my face was so hot mm. for like two full days. I had to just continuously put cold compresses on my forehead. Ew. Yeah. And I had to like take cold showers. Um it was not cute. Not, not a cute, cute moment for me, but I've made it. Um I think the only symptom I really have right now is just like my head hurts. Mm, that's and, good. And I'm kinda tired. See people again. What? When are you gonna see people again? I don't know. Um I think my goal is to see people like Thursday or Friday. I think that's a good goal. I forget how many days they recommend a quarantine. I think the last time I checked, it was like five. It's like five. And then if you don't have any symptoms anymore, you can like go out with with a mask. I think it's both because I think it's five. I think you could still have symptoms afterwards, but it's like, oh, really? I think I could be completely wrong. Huh think wrong let me double check um how long do i have maybe it's just like you don't have a if you as long as you haven't had a fever oh isolate for five days and if they are symptomatic and their symptoms are resolving without fever for 24 hours Um, so by five days wearing a mask went around others to minimize the risk of infecting people they encounter so i was completely wrong i will let you do that However, I'll you figure that out. It. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, isolation. <laughs> I think if I had to do this longer, like that would suck even more. Like thinking back to when we actually had to isolate for so long, we didn't know what was going on. That was wild in life, and like no one was vaccinated yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't even know how we did that. Humans like, perse- or persevere in much worse yeah. scenarios, I will say. I think that we could do it probably because, like, we didn't know how long it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we knew, okay, you're going to have to do this for, like, two years, then it would have been way harder. You know? Yeah. I think some people would have done better without – or some people do better without knowing. Some people we do worse with knowing. It's like the um, the effect of when you're taking a flight and they don't really say like how long you're actually going to have to be delayed, but they're like 30 minutes, but it's never actually 30 minutes. But if they, um, and so you just wait and you're like, okay, I can deal with 30 minutes, but it's like an hour or whatever. Yeah. Undershooting time. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But. Anyway, to skip over that, or not skip over that, to move through that, do you have anything else attached to that, I want to say? 
Um, like, is there something that you really found new with your perspective of being isolated for so long? Or like what feels like, um, well, a long time, yeah. Hmm. A new perspective? Yeah. Is there something that you've like found or like anything new that you may have recognized being like, hey, actually I do need this or I have done this or I have like different emotions when I'm not feeling well? Um, I mean, like I, I found it hard for people to, or to let people take care of me. Mm-hmm. That's not new, but my mom was going to come visit this weekend. Yeah. And I was sad when she had to cancel everything. And I definitely felt bad. Like I felt guilty for getting COVID mm. even though it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. So, and then a part of me wanted, like wish she could come and take care of me. Yeah. You know, I mean, we do love like a parental figure on occasion, right? Yeah. Maybe, like taking, taking care of. Like I kind of miss that. Yeah, of course. But then it's oh, like, sure. you know, logically. It's part of the reason why people no. love finding a partner because like you can do that for each other. Yeah. Like, for, but like having my mom take care of me specifically. Yeah. It's just such yeah. a vibe <laughs> that it I miss from childhood. But um, logically, like, no, because I can't give her COVID. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to like fly to take care of me. Yeah, of course not. I got it. I mean, sometimes it does happen, right? It depends on the scenario. But like for right now. Yeah. So I understand. I do. And I'm sorry. That's really hard. It's It's fine. I mean, yeah, everything's going to be fine. But like still. Anyway, (laughs) you want to wrap it up, love? Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, No, I love you. I'm sad that you're sick. Aw, I love you too. I'll be better soon. Yes, you will. I'm hydrating. Well, bye, love. All right. Well, bye. (laughs) This was a good one. This was a good one. This was a good one. Good night. (laughs) Good night, love. (laughs) 